Welcome to the Alberta Wedding Podcast, a platform for Alberta wedding professionals and couples to connect, learn, and share ideas. I'm your host, wedding videographer Kevin Marr. With over 100 weddings behind me, I'm your guide to all things weddings in this great province of ours. Well, if you're not craving food now, you may be craving a lot of food by the end of this episode because my next two guests, actually I have have two guests on this week with Captivating Occasions. We've got Lexany and Amanda. Hi, ladies. How are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Welcome. It's so good to have you on here. We've never met in person. This is the first time we've actually talked. So it's great to uh, finally meet you online here. And I'm really excited to have you guys on the show. Yeah, we're so excited to be here. Looking forward to chatting. Yeah, for sure. So before we get into the topic of food and picnics and and all that jazz, I'd love for you to fill our listeners in on how Captivating Occasions came about. And yeah, I'd love to know for myself too. Yeah, for sure. So essentially, we've been involved in events our entire lives. Uh, We've always ran everything throughout all of our high school events. Then throughout our teenage years, we always did. We always had a dream of owning a wedding venue as sisters and actually moving forward into that. But life in the rat race takes over. And so from there, we ended up creating a decor company that we actually own. And we've been owning and operating that for about eight years now. And throughout that, also just kept on getting involved in the wedding industry. And then from there, about a year ago, Amanda decided to step up and said, this isn't enough and I want to do something else and keep on adding to the plate. And so from there, she actually started the Captivating Occasions picnic side of things and launched that in July 2021. And from there, it was, I didn't have enough time to help out. And it was, this is going to be a solo thing. And uh, that lasted about three weeks. (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, ended up getting the phone call and said, I know you don't have the time, but you need to find the time. (laughs) And uh, we're doing this. And so uh, magically, as one always does, finds the extra time to do it. We kicked off with the picnic side of things. And grew really, really quickly by word of mouth and just organically through that way. Then from there, ended up again, just always being involved with the wedding industry and always just kept coming back. It was always just the thing that was always just felt like it was meant to be. And through there, expanded captivating occasions to include in the venue directing and the planning side of things. But it just, yeah, the picnics always just kept on coming around and bringing us back to the wedding industry with rehearsals and bridal showers and baby showers that somebody always knows somebody getting married. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love the story. And, you know, I had to chuckle when you talked about like adding more onto your plate when you already didn't have the time to do what you're already committed to do, because I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the podcast here. But I absolutely love yes. <laughs> having these conversations on a weekly basis with other professionals in this great province of ours. And so, when you're really passionate about something, we're meant to do a lot. We're just meant to have our hands in a lot of cookie jars, it seems. Exactly. Yeah. There's always, yeah, the sleep is for sleep is for when you're dead and <laughs> and you can always find time to uh to yeah, have fun with it. And like you said, as long as it's a passion, you can always you can always make time. For sure. So Amanda, I'm curious to know your thought behind the luxury picnic experiences and how that came about because it's not necessarily something new. But it's been around for a little while, but it's definitely gained a lot of steam over the last couple of years. So I'd love to know just how about it, it came for you to what it is now. So when I about, I guess it was spring in 2021, my friend had a baby shower and it was virtual because of COVID. So I was on a Zoom call baby shower with an aunt, that my friend's aunt out in Ontario We were just kind of chilling there and it was super awkward. And then everybody kind of came on and I was really disappointed with how she wasn't able to have an experience of a baby shower in real life. We did it over Zoom and COVID really was a time where people didn't really get to have those special occasions. They didn't get to gather with their friends and family. And so through that, I was kind of like, okay, we need to come up with an idea, a way that we can do socially distanced events during COVID. So looking into different ways to do that. And then it came up with 
socially distanced picnics at first. So everybody kind of got their own little space on the lawn where it was socially distanced, where you're still together and got to experience that, but were socially distanced following the rules of the government. Once we kind of got all of that sorted, the regulations came down. So we were able to do full picnics where you didn't have to be separated anymore. You could be all at the giant table and enjoy everybody's company. And that really was our our kind of start for that of of really wanting people to have that space to have those special occasions together with other friends and family and not have to do it over over Zoom. So that was kind of where we started and then it just kind of exploded from there and and you know we we do picnics all the way up to 40 people now. So That's a big picnic. It is. <laughs> yeah, it's a very big picnic and uh, so we actually lug all of the stuff from the trailer out to a picnic site. Our most popular picnic site is about 900 feet from the trailer. So uh, it's a lot of stuff to lug. But in the end, it creates such a beautiful experience for people. And, and we find the places where there's great scenery, too. And, that, and then we just lug transform. it all out. Exactly. Yeah, and transform <laughs> a space. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that, that you're taking a concept that's been around for hundreds of years, <laughs> but now almost reinventing it and giving it a new spin. and. I love that because it's it's something that I think a lot of people didn't think of when it came to offering this type of service or even like experiencing it. It's like, you know, you go to the park and you've got your your little basket and yes. but now it's like it's a whole ordeal. Like you're basically exactly. it's like a pop-up shop in a in a sense where you're you're creating this whole experience, this whole feeling that is there for like a few hours and then bam, you guys are gone and it doesn't even look like you guys were even there. Exactly. And that's a really big part of like why we call it a luxury picnic experience and not just a rental. People have asked to just rent certain items and we try to stay away from that because we really do want it to be an experience for people to have that time with their friends and family. So not having to worry about setting everything up or bringing the food or doing the food setup and really trying to make it an experience. So we also offer a 30-minute photography session, mini session in it too. So that also kind of gives them an opportunity to have those memories captured too. And then also they don't have to worry about taking it down, which which is a huge thing. You just had so much fun. You're kind of full from all the Grace Table charcuterie. And then you're like, okay, we get to just leave and not have to worry about uh, taking everything down, which is a great part of the experience as well. Yeah. And it, that's a huge part of where that luxury comes into it is that you get to walk in and experience this transformation of a space that, like you mentioned, is it wasn't there hours ago and you get to walk into this completely designated space and we do a lot of them in the public where you get that luxury feeling of that this is only for you and and this is created for you and you get to come in experience it create all these memories make all these connections with those friends and families have those special moments and then you get to get up and leave and you don't have to lift a finger at all throughout the entire thing and that's i think really how we've grown kind of through word of mouth or even just people seeing the experience happening and then being like, I just want to go, I want to have an experience, right? I want to have something like that. And that's how we've kind of grown naturally through through the being able to see it out in public and then also through word of mouth too. I imagine you get some interesting looks out in the public <laughs> because this is a, very much of a public setting. I imagine you get some pretty, uh, pretty interesting uh, yeah. turning of the heads. It's like... What are they doing? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you're carrying bags upon bags of pillows through a park, yeah, you do get some interesting looks. Or when we're carrying giant picnic tables on dollies <laughs> through through a park, um, we, uh, yeah, it's it's quite interesting. We've had a lot of people that are walking through the park and they're like, what are you doing? And we explain it to them and they're like, do you need help? And like the Calgary general population, just it's hilarious. And people have been so nice. So you get the people that just like, what are they doing? And yeah, we've moved from other just kind of plastic bags to actually carrying pillows and duvet covers, but duvet covers are extremely large. And so you just see this blob walking down a trail. And oh, it looks normal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And so it's, it's hilarious because we think we look like in Bugs Life when they ants are like carrying those bigger things. And that's what we kind of look like, just little ants running around with these giant things on our back trying to get make sure that we get set up in time before our guests arrive and it's yes it's quite entertaining and we've had many a laughs with uh with a lot of strangers walking by 
we had one person ask if there was a pillow sale happening in the park and like things like that, where it's just so funny because you're just like, no, we're setting up a picnic. And they're like, a picnic. And they're, we're like, come back later, come and see it, you know? And, and then they do. And they're, they're always excited to see the setup, especially seeing that beginning part of us just walking down with all of this stuff. And then seeing the actual, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then seeing the actual setup done. Uh, it's pretty cool for them too to see. Yeah. And then we've had a lot of people too, that when they, question what's going on and then they hear and we've had a lot of surprise anniversaries birthdays and proposals where a lot of people actually are like when is it we're going for a walk but we want to come back and we've we've created quite audiences of like we'll just like stand over here and pretend we're not watching and (laughs) they want to be a part of it too and that's what's so special is just creating those moments for everyone and creating those joyous moments for anyone that we come involved with. That's amazing. And it's funny, you were talking about some of those funny stories, how people have reacted. I usually like asking funny stories at the end of these episodes. (laughs) And so we've just bypassed that completely and did it right now. So that's perfect. I love it. And so you talked about different occasions that you typically have these luxury picnic experiences for. But since we are a wedding podcast, I would love to know from a, a wedding perspective, what are these luxury picnic experiences for? Like, who are they for in regards to the wedding industry? Like, are we talking about, you were just mentioning about anniversaries, uh, proposals. Does it go beyond that? Yes. So from anything to do with the wedding industry, we can, I mean, you always need a picnic. You always need time with friends. <laughs> um, but for their really kind of starting at the beginning of getting that engagement completed. So proposals, we love doing that. Throughout there, the wedding planning process is a stressful one for a bride and a groom. Having date nights throughout that time to remember and take a moment to breathe and remember why you're getting married and have a moment to enjoy it is a great time to have a date night. So we also offer as little as two people all the way up to the 40, as Amanda mentioned. So having those during that planning time is a great time too. For then moving into bridal showers for bride, we can also absolutely do a meal if we wanted to do a bachelor party, bachelorette party. I'd love to see that. Just a bunch of guys <laughs> like just chilling out. Yeah, just lounging back and enjoying. So we have a ton of different styles of decor and, and we're no stranger. And we love to create new sets and new decor that we can manipulating anything that we do have in our inventory. Then moving from there straight into rehearsal dinners uh, for it. So it's a great way, again, to have a space. If you're not wanting to really look at a venue, we are mobile. We can set up anywhere. So wanting to have a backyard barbecue or wanting to do it in a nice space during that summertime and getting to enjoy the beautiful outdoors, we can set up anywhere. We also set up indoors as well, too. So, So moving even into rehearsal dinners. And then straight into receptions, we can absolutely for elopement packages or micro weddings or anything along those lines. Again, we can absolutely set up throughout there. So definitely a kind of start to finish of the wedding process and and looking over it as a whole of absolutely any place. You can always find a place to put a picnic. It's almost like having like a five course picnic experience throughout the like <laughs> from the, the engagement to the rehearsal to the actual wedding itself and maybe post-wedding because you know what, as married couples, dating doesn't end there. Although a lot of times we tend to forget as like, when was the last time we had a date? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, anniversaries, as you mentioned, I'd love to know some of the limitations that you have to deal with when it comes to setting up these luxurious picnic experiences in public spaces, because I imagine you can't just set up necessarily anywhere you know, there are some restrictions. And so would you be able to touch on that a little bit? Yeah. So some of the parks in Calgary and the surrounding areas do have limitations on, say, you're not allowed to put down a carpet on the grass or the alcohol side of things where you can't have alcohol in public. So those are two kind of limitations that we we look into. So the alcohol side of things is if you wanted to have, you know, some liquor at your, your picnic is when we would set up on like a backyard or things like that. For the grass, for the picnic side of things is we have areas that we've vetted previously. So we have a list of a whole bunch of different picnic areas that we've looked into all the rules and regulations about having picnics there. And then we've also looked into this into the side of how do you book a space in Calgary? So is there a booking regulation or is there a cost associated with that? 
And then a lot of the times too, we're very adaptable on that side of things. So is, okay, this spot is taken currently. So let's find another area in the same space that would work really well for the picnics. And that's where too, we kind of look at the natural beauty of the space and see what would be the best area for this picnic. So in the end, we don't have a ton of restrictions or regulations around our picnics because it is a picnic, which is awesome. And it is very much, we bring everything in and we bring everything out. So all the garbage and things like that too is all taken out. And actually in in North Glenmore Park, where one of our most popular spaces, we had a maintenance guy come through and he was just so ecstatic that we were using the space for a picnic. And he said, I've never seen this space used like this before. He's like, this is amazing. He's like, I will take your garbage. He was just so excited to see the space that he takes care of. This is my lawn. Yeah. (laughs) And he was so excited to see the space used in a way that that just created this beautiful setting for these guests to enjoy. So have you ever run into any situations where you've pre-planned a location, you get there and there's another picnic going on? Like there's like serious like picnic wars going on here now where <laughs> um, not not fully. <laughs> One picnic we so there's a, a dock that we like to set up on. And we had called the maintenance, I guess the town, we called everybody, oh yeah, the dock will still be there. We're like, okay, perfect. And then the day before we went to check and the dock was gone. (laughs) We're like, okay, so no dock. So we have to figure out a different space and we still use the same park and we have multiple areas in the same parks to use. So it didn't change much of the planning side of things where people already knew where they were going. It's just a different spot. And then we put signs up as well so people can find it. And most of the time it's pretty obvious where the picnic (laughs) is because it's a pretty big setup and and people are usually kind of looking at it and stuff. So it it draws attention. Yeah. And from there too, we always create kind of like the backup space as well for our customers before they come in and whoever we're planning that with. And normally it'll be okay. This is where we are going to, when we start setting up, we'll send a pin to our guests so that way they do know where to go. And then from there too, we, okay, first spot's not, we're going to the second spot if it is taken. So we like to be prepared in that sense too, because it is public spacing. And like you said, you can walk in and it could be taken. It can be another picnic. It can be, we had one, there was a wedding rehearsal going on actually in the park and they were getting married to the park. So we set up, we had to move where the picnic was. And how dare from they? There, yeah. <laughs> so it was, yeah. So it, it's always there. But like Amanda mentioned, we're so adaptable and our and our decor is so manipulatable to have it just in different places and kind of just like pivot on that exact moment in order to still create that experience. I love that, that obviously you have multiple options in place in case things change. And being in the wedding industry, we always have to have yes. our heads on the swivel, yes. right? <laughs> we have to have plan A, B, C, D, all the way probably to Z, right? So yeah, and that's exactly it. And being an outdoor predominant kind of business for us on the picnic side of things, we always even have a rain, a rain kind of plan behind it. And one of our picnics, we literally were driving and it was in the north and we're, d- we're down in the south and we were driving through a snowstorm, then it turned to rain and then it turned to hail. And by the time we got up to the north, it was sunny and 10 degrees warmer. And gotta love Calgary weather for that. But it's it so, was, so Alberta. Yes. <laughs> and from there, though, it was we managed to have a beautiful picnic outdoors. But it's constant communication and understanding that, yes, things are going to happen. But how you react to those is going to still maintain that experience. And the outcome in the end is how we how we do things. You expect things to go wrong because they are going to. No, for sure. And I'm curious to know with the whole planning process and working with your clients, how involved do you have your clients when it comes to finding the right location? Is this something that a lot of times that they're coming with you with an idea or they're looking to you for the plan, everything, and they'll just show up and... (laughs) Yeah. So I'll actually tell you a story about, um, we did a prize. So we we did a contest (laughs) for it. So we did a contest where somebody could win a picnic. So somebody won the picnic and we were actually chatting with them about planning this picnic. We were like, okay, perfect. Then we had their friend reach out to us and say, her boyfriend wants to propose and wants to do it as a picnic. And we were like, no way. Okay, let's start chatting. So we got in touch with the boyfriend and through that, he was like, I have always wanted to propose through a picnic. And we're like, okay, let's figure this out. So we actually ended up planning two separate picnics. One with her and one with him. I love it. 
And through this process, the location part comes in where he had a spot that he really, really wanted to propose at, but he didn't know where it was. He, he kind of gave us a park. So he's like, okay, it's in the Sandy Beach Park. And we're like, okay. So I actually went out and did, I call it recon, but I went out <laughs> and started trying to figure out where this spot was because he sent me a picture of it. And it was actually a spot that was up on a cliff ledge way farther from where I was. So I was like looking at the the telephone wires and the picture and where they led and things like that to try and figure out where this picnic spot was. And we did end up finding the exact spot. And it was funny because in the end, after the surprise proposal, she had said that that spot was actually where she said that she would love to be engaged, but he didn't know that. So it was just like this whole amazing yeah kismet experience of like finding that spot for them and it was actually the spot that she really wanted to get she thought would be a beautiful space to be engaged to or like have that engagement proposed to yeah i love when that works (laughs) out like accidentally right like it's just like it was meant to be exactly yeah and yeah and through that it was yeah the giveaway and it was funny because when she arrived she thought the picnic was going to be two weeks later and all of a sudden she walked up to the picnic and he proposed. And then all of a sudden, Manda was there taking photos of it. And she turned around and she was like, I think I recognize you. Where do I know you from? And then, so we, we came out and told her that it was actually, no, we had been planning and, and scheming behind and and that (laughs) this was the picnic and it was not happening in two weeks. (laughs) And, and it was great. And we've actually now stayed in touch with them and they're now great friends of ours of, of making sure that we stay connected on that side of things and hearing their story continue on beyond that. I love that. That was an interesting uh, point that you brought up that is of the photography side. I was wondering who was taking the photos. So Amanda, you're the one that's taking the photos? Yeah. So I'm usually the one taking the photos. Lex also helps with if we've got a bigger group. So making sure that everybody's in the right places, we're working on posing, things like that, making sure that everybody's looking good. Coordinated. Um, coordinated. Yes. Yeah. Very good word for that. But yeah, so making sure that everybody's in the right spots. And then we do the photography added in as well. But yeah, that's definitely something that I, growing up, I did do some photography, but it was always more of the plants and landscapes and things like that. But over time with the business, I've definitely expanded into the people side of photography and have actually started to really enjoy that side. So, and then just capturing those moments for people is is such an amazing experience and, and being able to give them a memento and an, and an actual still of that memory is so amazing. No, I love that, that you're able to do it yourself like that. No offense to all the other photographers that are listening to this. They're all wondering, <laughs> how do we get involved? How do we get involved? And I'm sure there are times where you you have brought in other photographers for different occasions. How does that work out? How soon in, in the process of the planning do you incorporate like the other vendors that are involved? Not just photographers, but maybe some other vendors as well. So some of the vendors that we deal with typically are like desserts. So cakes and um, cupcakes, things like that. So we actually have an add-on where we can take care of that for them. So if they want us to find the quotes, if they want us to pick up the stuff and bring it to the actual picnic, that is something that we offer. Another one that we do typically deal with is balloon arches or backdrops. So dealing with them, that kind of starts right in that design process too. So do they, in their inspiration photos, do they have an arch with balloons? Well, we have balloon arch or balloon maker that we deal with on a regular vendor that we deal with on a regular basis. So for us to deal with them is, is easier than them having to go through and get quotes from a whole bunch of different vendors. And then we, we deal with actually putting all of the balloons into one of our vehicles and bringing them to, to site. So I guess that planning side kind of comes in pretty early in. And But we, we have planned picnics in 24 hours. Yeah, we've planned extremely short notice things. Uh, so it really just depends on how quickly we need to execute and how much notice we actually do have in order to really play around in that timeline. It does come in the design process of those picnics, but sometimes the design process is you have 10 hours to get this completed (laughs) because somebody messaged you at 10 p.m. at night wanting a picnic the next day. So we we love our vendors that we work with um, and we do have some some preferred vendors, but we also love working with new people. And so with guests and, and with the people that come in and our customers that do come in, if they have set people they would love to work with, we love reaching out sooner rather than later. And we love having that open communication. Things are better to be planned out way earlier in advance than last minute if we 
have that luxury and, <laughs> and, uh, for that. So uh, yeah, I think 24 hours is our quickest turnaround for a picnic, Yeah, which was a surprise proposal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the gentleman bit the bullet and said, I'm proposing tomorrow and <laughs> we need to get this done. Yes. <laughs> so, Make it happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she said yes. And it was lovely. Yeah. And, uh, oh, thank God. So, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it was, it's fantastic, but we're, we love to be adaptable to so much and that's where with both of us too both of us are so heavily involved in anything that we do and so we can get things done a little quicker and we can get some communications divide and conquer and and be able to really get as much out of that and as fast out as we can in order to to make things happen for our customers no i love that that you're able to obviously act quick on in a moment's notice you know we all have to do that a lot of times sometimes uh, you have like 30 minutes where where you have to everything's changed okay the ceremony's not happening outside anymore everyone everyone (laughs) inside now (laughs) yeah i've done a few of those weddings what is usually the average time that people have been reaching out to you for setting up the whole experience is there an average you know like is it two three months or about a month Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say probably on an average about a month. And that would probably be kind of where people start to reach out and say, hey, I've been having this idea. And what do you offer and start talking about all the different options that are available to them. And that does leave a very great amount of time in order to do that. And some are a few weeks, some are a few months. I know we've already gotten some inquiries about this, this picnic season. And from there. So it, it really just depends on who's planning it and <laughs> and what their timeline is and how, uh, how kind of far in advance they're planning. And I find too, the bigger picnics tend to be a little bit more notice for us. It tends to be those like two person picnics that, that are a little bit quicker. It's like, okay, I want to do a date night. Okay. We're going to do it on Thursday. And we're like, okay, <laughs> let's get this planned really quick. So I think the bigger picnics tend to have a little bit more notice, which allows them to have time to get their guests and make sure that they're coming and things like that. But yeah, I think about a month is probably our average. A good, yeah, Yeah. a good kind of (laughs) encompassing average. Now you mentioned that you do own a number of uh, decor and elements that can really add to the whole experience. Talk to me a little bit about the different themes that you have or what are some options that people can expect when it comes to designing a luxury picnic experience? Because that can mean a lot of different things to a lot, a lot of people. So some of the things that we have, so we have lots of different sets of rugs that match different aesthetics. So we have some that are more of the whites with grays or silvers. Then we have the very boho with the jute rugs and kind of like those rattan kind of yeah. like textures. And then we have very uh, we also have fur rugs so if we're going into more of like that spring or fall like where it's a little bit colder or masculine or masculine you know those kind of like masculine textures and then we also have more of like the country western side of things too so that's just the rugs and that's not even including all the different pillowcases and things that we have for the throw pillows and then our decor too ranges anywhere from we also have like specific season packages so we have like a fall package or we have boho, we have country western. And then we also have just of like the blues and the pinks for baby showers or different colors like that. And to that's, play up aesthetics of those different and different variances of each of those aesthetics. Exactly. And that's where a lot of the times too now is we send pictures or we have people go onto our Instagram and say, okay, what from these photos do you like the best? And then we pull those elements and create a cohesive design that's pretty unique to them and custom and and custom to them. So then that way, Oh, we had one couple where her favorite color was purple. So we pulled in those purple tones into the actual picnic design. And we actually have a trailer that we bring out to site um, when we're setting up picnics. And then we also have a shed full of decor too. So we're able to kind of pull from lots of different areas. And if they're looking for something specific, that's when we would look into potentially sourcing those items for them um, and having them in our inventory for future guests as well. Yeah. So they are our aesthetic ranges from color coordinated from boho all the way to modern sleek is, I think, a really good way yeah. to put it and anywhere in between for <laughs> it. So it's really interesting. And, and that trailer is extremely full. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's almost to the point of jumping on the doors to close them. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And uh, so there's a ton to work with and in, in really being able to match a person's aesthetic that they want in mood board or 
what they like and colors that they like for those is a great way to do it. We also do offer uh, live floral add-ons so we can actually make live floral packages. They get to take the florals home at the end of like the experience as well. So that also adds in a different type of that aesthetic in order to bring that in. We have teacups to do high tea. We all sorts of different add-ons that can be brought in to match what that customer is really looking for. What have been some of the most unique requests that you guys you've had when it comes to your picnic experiences? Has there been any like ones that have really stood out to you as like, this is different. We're really going to have to, you know, think outside the <laughs> box here when it comes to taking this vision and turning it into reality. I guess one picnic started out as a picnic in a park and it was supposed to be just like a wedding ceremony, very like small, just picnic with wedding ceremony. And then it turned into happening at a car show. Um, yes, what? Very t- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and in two months, and in two months, <laughs> we planned an entire wedding. Yeah. And so that's kind of one weird request that we got where it was like, okay, very much something that we do all the time of, okay, it's going to be in a park. We're going to use this arch very like in the sense of simple planning of everything's kind of stuff that we've done before. And then it changed to getting married at a car show in the parking lot. So kind of changing our, how we do things and, <laughs> and getting in touch with the car show people and, and seeing how that would actually work and, and kind of going into all that planning side of things of, okay, now we're planning an actual wedding in a very different location than we're, that we're used to. And, and the was, logistics of, yes. of getting married at a car show with close to 2,000 cars in the parking lot. Yes. What could possibly yeah. go wrong? I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, it was definitely interesting. And, and you want to talk about looks. Uh, that yes. was definitely <laughs> one of the places of people are like, is that a wedding going on? I can only imagine you show up with your trailer and you're opening at the back. All these pillows are coming out yeah. and all these guys with their muscle cars. And it's like... <laughs> What is it? I think they're in the wrong location. I think. Yeah. 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 It was, it was definitely interesting and yeah, it was, and it was truly special to them. They had gotten engaged at the car show. So it was, it was a lovely thing for them too. And they're super involved with the organization of it and it made sense for them, but it was, it was definitely a unique thing to, to say the least of getting married into the car show and planning it in two months and really, really playing around with the logistics of, of doing, uh, doing that. Yeah. <laughs> How did that turn out in the end? Like, wh- what was the end result like? It went. Um, and it, it, was, <laughs> it, it happened. <laughs> yeah, um, it was really great. Uh, it was a few hiccups as weddings do, no matter what, for that set of things. But just the amount of people that you don't necessarily have control over. You have you were dealing with, there's 2,000 cars there, and that doesn't even include the public that's there to witness what's going on at the car show. That was a new experience, I would say, of of very much of trying to kind of round people up and making sure that who was parked where they needed to park was there and that sort of thing. So I think it added on a new kind of experience and a new challenge for us to just work around so much general public in order to still maintain an intimate experience for the people that were in attendance for the wedding. Getting a caterer through a car show of 2,000 cars um, (laughs) to drop off hot food that we had at this wedding is was very interesting, um, especially when you're at a muscle car show and you're trying to drive in with a pickup truck or a just a regular sedan. And it was making sure that everyone was aware of what was going on. Um, and we had some lovely surprises throughout. The bride's mother flew up from Mexico and actually surprised her and she had no idea she was going to be there. And we had cars on the, we had the their Corvette that they had at the car show decked out in floral for them to leave with. And it was really, really special in the end. It was a lot of back end work for our side of things, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was definitely fantastic for for the couple and then the friends and family all loved the idea of it and they said this is so them. This is <laughs> couldn't even put it past them to do, and it was just a, a great experience in the end. But it was definitely a, a nap was needed after that day. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a few naps after that one. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I'm really curious to know the type of experiences that you want to experience because it's not just for your clients and your couples but what are some experiences that you're really looking to experience for yourselves when it comes to creating these elaborate and luxury moments yeah so (laughs) we always love in where our our side of things is is creating those special moments for people we think that it's so special for customers to come in and let us be a part of those. And we are the very people that do want to be involved. We love being in helping 
customers. We love hearing the stories. We love connecting with those people on our side of things too. So overall, it is very much that side of things, but we are extremely creative people (laughs) and we have crazy ideas and that we love to execute and figure out ways to execute. And Mando's for 2023. (laughs) I really want to do a picnic on a boat. So sign me up. Right? <laughs> so Maybe not right is... now, you know, looking outside right now, but yeah. give Maybe it a couple a months. Boat at the moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I really, really would love to set up a picnic on a boat. I mean, we're halfway there with the dock yeah. being right on the water was so gorgeous. But having that step further of actually setting up on a boat, I think would be such an amazing experience and yeah. just so cool of there's a picnic on a boat. Okay, that's like a little bit different. And so we are looking for somebody who wants to, you know, have that luxury picnic experience <laughs> yeah. on a boat. So this is an official request call <laughs> yes. out to the uh, dozens of people that are listening to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> that if you have a boat or if you know someone who has a boat, please contact us right away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 100%. We're, we're looking to execute it in whatever way we can. We've already put feelers out there to some people that we know and we're trying to trying to make it happen. That's our that's our one yeah. kind of one aspect of our picnics here that we would love to do. And other than that, we love keeping up our creative side. And so we love creating other events as well um, throughout just different things. We want to, another crazy one we do is on our off time that is, not very much, but in our off, yeah, <laughs> in our off time, we love to camp and and we quad and we're very outdoorsy and we actually want to create where you want to host a women's event out in the backcountry this summer. Oh, I love that! Um, and do a photo shoot out in the backcountry and cater to all the other women that do this sorts of thing and involve women's writing groups and everything else. So very much so of those other kind of sparks of ideas that we do have in creating those other letting us run wild and letting our imaginations go crazy is we typically really do just love to create these other events with other vendors that we know and other photographers that we know and hair and makeup artists. And we're like, let's go crazy. And this is where we have no boundaries, no restrictions. We get to just, everyone just gets to let their imaginative minds go wild for them. Yeah. (laughs) Those are my favorite weddings where they just give you a complete... (laughs) autonomy and control and they just trust you they trust you with the process yeah and i know from my personal experience the couples that have given me the most freedom and the most trust are the ones that i've been able to probably deliver my best work because they just gave me full freedom to do what i felt was the best way to tell their story or or at least give that best experience from my perspective yeah, and, and it is. And it's it's trusting the creative process and the professionalism that in those things that each of the vendors do bring to that. And it is kind of one of our favorite parts is really getting freedom to just do what we do and, and really playing that up, like you mentioned, of knowing kind of through our experience over the years of doing this and being able to apply that is just, it makes magic. And that's where we're so passionate about what we do. So having that creative freedom like, you know, we're going to do it really well. Even if we don't have that creative freedom, we're very passionate about what we do and the look of it too. So some of our picnics, we just sit there and we're just like gaga eyes over it because we're just so excited about how beautiful it turned out. And, and I think too, part of it is what would we want in an event, right? Is how would we want to experience it? And that's part of what we kind of give to our customers as well is, is that we put ourselves in their shoes and how they would experience it. And really try to make it the best that we can for them too. Yeah. And go that extra mile for, for anyone that we come in, in contact with. And it is, it's always, we want to make sure that they're supported. They feel great about it and what they're, what they're actually getting it and have a fantastic time in the end. And we're going to go that extra mile to make sure no matter what they get that. Yes. So <laughs> now for a lot of our listeners, when they hear luxury, they just think dollar signs like, and so can you touch on just a little bit about what are the investment options are for couples and clients that are reaching out? What can they expect that, you know, as a starting price and maybe a range? So our picnic for two is $250. So okay. it does include the photography session. It includes all of the setup takedown of decor. And then it's also three hours. So they are able to use that entire three hours. Or if they don't want to use that three hours, they can leave early. We're on site 
we just hide ourselves behind some trees and kind of create our own little space. So if they're done early, they just text us or come and find us. And then we take everything down. So they're not just sitting there waiting. And then like the place settings, cups, we also include uh, bottled water and a sparkling juice too, that they can pop. It's kind of like champagne without the alcohol. So they get, get that like exciting factor of popping that. And then we are able to add on charcuterie. So anywhere from $50 to add on charcuterie up to, you know, $20 ahead for the larger picnics. So, and then the range we, you know, our 30 person picnic, I believe is around $950, but that's for about the 30 person. So, and then adding on that food. And a lot of the times with our pricing, what we do is we keep our, our base package includes a lot, but we don't want to add things in that people may not want to actually use. So, we keep the food out because some people want to bring in nostalgic foods. So donairs and shawarmas that they really enjoy, or they had some sort of memory attached to. So leaving that separate allows them to have more flexibility in what they want in their package. And then we add on things like our, our florals. So that would be, so for a two person picnic, it's about $30 to add on florals. So it's, it, and it, that's where we kind of use that flexibility in our packages to make us be able to work with so many different types of budgets. Exactly. And, and we don't, with the luxury, it's a luxury at any point in time for people. And we want to bring that luxury experience to anyone. And this isn't associated with, yes, an immense amount of dollar signs for any person that's out <laughs> of reach. For a lot of people, this is, no, we want to bring luxury to everyone. And we want everyone to be able to experience that. And that's where too, with the photography included in the package, we're, because we're on site still, we're able to offer that as like an added value because a lot of the time, some people aren't able to afford doing a photographer as well. So that kind of gives them the ad option too. Yeah. Um, or, and then they could also opt out of that if they do have a photographer that they love. So we like to just create and present options to our guests so they can work within their own budget and be able to really gain the most out of it and, and push it as far as they can in order to achieve all of it. Now, on the photography side, I have to ask, like, are you still hanging out in the woods with a zoom lens and <laughs> to get that shot? It's like, you know, just, you know, just like, not creepy at all, right? <laughs> so I pretended I was bird, bird like photographer once for one of our surprise proposals because they, they wanted it to be a very special, intimate moment. So I was hanging out on, this was actually one of our doc proposals. So I was hanging out on the grass, kind of taking pictures of trees and birds and things like that. <laughs> the binoc um, binoculars out. It's right? like, <laughs> I love. Exactly. Yeah, the bird book. Yeah. <laughs> so then I took some pictures from far away and then, they had their moment, they had their picnic. And then at the end is when we actually did the mini photography sessions. So their engagement session was near the end. So that, they, that way they could enjoy that intimate moment of the proposal and then the picnic. And then we did the photography at the end, end of the picnic. And yeah. that's where we're, again, very adaptable in, in how people want that done. So the other proposal that we did, I was literally hiding in the tall grass right yes. near the picnic and did the, and we said that we need a ghillie suit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say some camouflage paint, yeah, exactly. you know, just like, yeah. I'm in the weeds here, folks. Yeah. I yeah. had to eat some grass, yeah. like it'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and then we did the, and that's where we did the, they, after the proposal, she saw me and then we did the the photography session right away. So that's where we kind of adapt to what the what the couple wants. Another proposal, I was hiding in the trees and kind of like emerged from the trees after and and things like that where we, we, we are more hidden. But if people wanted to do more of where they're doing a photo shoot, where she looks away or, he, or they look away and then the other person proposes, we are able to do that too. So yeah, and we really just work with whoever is proposing and what is their idea and, and we'll execute it and it could be oh, cool. We'll hide in the bushes and we'll lay down in some grass and mud. We don't care. And we'll, <laughs> we'll get it done. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever, whatever it is, there's, there's no kind of ass that's too crazy for us. And we love wild experiences and yeah. yeah. We'll you're you're to... my type of people. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, you're like, oh, you want us to skydive? Sure, we'll take, we'll do it. Okay. Like, yeah. See, that's where I draw a line for me. I'm like, you know what? I, I'll get you uh, as you're coming down from the ground. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, yeah. Anything isn't off the table for us. And if we can look into it and try and make it work, we'll we'll do it. I know 
we've even been talking about wanting to do a like a mountaintop and a peak picnic and okay how do we get horses and pack horses to bring up our stuff and how what can we bring and and everything else and so there's if there's a will there's a way yeah. and we will find <laughs> that way and yeah. and make it happen yeah that's amazing yeah so we're almost out of time here so i, I just had a couple other questions I, I wanted to ask you before we wrap this up i'm really curious to know where you see le- these luxury picnic experiences going moving forward what are some of the trends you're seeing i know you, you're not the only ones that are offering this but you know what are some of the things that you're seeing out there that are going to be more prevalent, you know, moving forward? I think different styles is going to be one big thing that is just going to be a consistent change throughout it. So things come in and out of style and people, fads come in and out of of what you are seeing. So definitely a a change in decor for them. Also too, it's really interesting to see and and through the planning set of things, we have seen a ton of micro weddings and elopements becoming more prevalent in there of that. People are really just wanting to have that special moment with very, very close friends and families. And those micro weddings are just becoming very, very popular. So do you see that potentially coming up more of just getting those more actual wedding ceremonies and receptions on the picnic side of things? As far as the other kind of special occasions that we do do, it's great that everyone's always going to have babies. Everyone's always going to have anniversaries or date nights. And so those are just going to be very, very kind of prevalent. And what's great about having multiple people offering the luxury picnics and having other companies out there that do it is people are more aware that they are available. And that's so great about it. And we we are huge over community, over competition, and we love seeing it. We know all of the companies that do the luxury picnic rentals as well. And and it's great that way too, because it's creating that base forward and paving that road for all of us to continue on throughout the years to be able to still offer this to anyone. You know what? You're preaching to the choir here because this is something <laughs> obviously on the, the video side that I've been a very pr- big proponent on is just community over competition. And it's really just elevating that profession. And the more you, you see us out there and offering these services and creating these amazing experiences that are once in a lifetime moments for these couples, the more it's going to become the norm. And and it's just like anything, right? It's just the more people see it, the more that they're going to want to experience it for themselves. Yeah. And know it's out there. Yeah. And then say if we're booked for a day, like, and that's where, you know, if, if they've got a specific day that they need a picnic for, well, we want to have other companies that they could reach out to as well. So that they're still able to experience that picnic but maybe with a different company. Yeah, and that's exactly it, is we hate saying no, even yes. though sometimes we probably should. <laughs> Especially after the last couple of years, I have to say no a lot more yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so it's it's really just being able to kind of manipulate it in a way of, yeah, they, they still get to experience and it may not be with us, and that's absolutely fine because in the end, we just want our customer to be able to execute what they want for it. And so definitely kind of in that way, I do think that having those multiple companies out there is is great for, like you mentioned, the profession and just as a whole of it's marketing for all of us. And it, and it's great that way. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. I would love for you to be able to just uh, put a cap on this and just maybe share with the listeners anything that we haven't discussed yet about why should they go with you two? Like what makes you two stand out? And this is uh this is your time to really, you know, <laughs> really brag about uh what you offer. Yeah. So I think with us and a big difference is 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 you get both of us. Um there's two people that are going to be consistently involved in whatever planning process that you bring to us and whatever event that you bring forward to us. Having the two of us and given that we're sisters and we live together, it's it's a great experience of that you get double the manpower behind it in order to actually really execute your vision and your dream. From there too, we are very, very relaxed and very, very flexible. That allows for so many different opportunities, whether it be budget, whether it be decor, whether it be placement in venues, et cetera. We love working with new people. We love tasking new challenges and overcoming them in order to just really make what that customer wants. And I think that's just the biggest thing is we just pride ourselves so much on creating that moment for those customers that we will bend over backwards in order to make that happen for whoever and really, really bring that to the table for them. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's, that's, uh, there's no other better way to put a cap on this, but how can people find you? I'm curious to know how uh, people can find you on the internet and whereabouts. Yeah. So on Instagram, we're captivating underscore occasions. 
So that includes our wedding planning and directing, as well as our luxury picnic experiences, and then also our venues as well. You can find them on there. And then they can also reach out by email. So captivatingoccasionsinc at gmail.com. And then also our website, which is www.captivatingoccasions.ca. So we have different tabs for our different services that we offer with lots of photos and information on there too. And then also by phone, we are kind of in the sense we love chatting with people on the phone because we can really get a sense of what they're looking for, what they get excited about. And it we're able to kind of get a lot more done on a 20 minute phone call than a whole bunch of emails back and forth. And if people don't like chatting on the phone, that's no problem. There's um, other, ways. <laughs> other ways, but also doing like Zoom calls and things like that. So definitely feel free to reach out to us any of those ways. And, and we'll definitely, we would love to chat with them. And yeah, that's probably, I mean, we can't do a balloon with like a, flag behind yeah. the airplane. Doesn't have the same effect on an audio podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much ladies for coming on here and just sharing your passion with the world. I think it's awesome to get to know other professionals in this industry and really find out what makes you get up in the morning and and do what you do. And I see the passion and I hear it. And I think that's amazing. Like, I just, I want to go on a boat with you. That's, 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 we'll book you down as the guest list. Yeah. Please do. I'll I'll need a life jacket. I'm not a good swimmer, but awesome. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, I can't wait for, uh, to see what goes on this year for you two. I wish you two nothing but the best. And yeah, thanks again. Yeah. Thank thank you. you so much for having us. It's been great to be able just to connect with you and, like we said, being kind of opposite ends of Alberta and and being further away, it's great to be able to really kind of lessen that and be able to communicate with other vendors in an area that we aren't necessarily involved in too much. So greatly appreciate uh, reaching out a little further and and distancing that arm. I'm only a boat ride away. (laughs) Well, that's it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Alberta Wedding Podcast. Each week, I will pull back the veil and introduce you to the faces behind the brands that you love in Alberta. Your feedback matters. It would mean a lot to me if you could leave a review and let me know what you think of this episode. Until next week, stay well and be merry.